Welcome to the Captain Bagrat podcast, where we're on a mission to fight boring news about Asia and Australia. You know, it's a tough job, but somebody's got to do it with a finger on the Asian, well, Asianish pulse. As always, we're recording from downtown Chinatown with yours truly, the mythical Madam Chan and friends. Happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you here. Oh my god! So we've been so for all the listeners out there, Mayu and I've been working on a secret, secret, secret project. That's right, which we still can't review. <laughs> but something very exciting. We're we're doing a TV pilot, and we've got some big stars and some interesting segments. But that's all I can say for now. Oh my god! I can't <laughs> wait to share it. Yeah, and, and it's been really well. And I can't wait to share all the secret Asians ah. in Australia, Sydney, local to start with because of a COVID last year. Yes, thank God, 2020 is over. Oh my, goodbye. Bring on 2021. What's your New Year resolution? That's right. And so for a lot of people out there, they don't know who Mayu Iwasaki is. So tell me, Mayu Iwasaki, who are you? <laughs> oh my God, your pronunciation, Iwasaki. Iwasaki. It's so funny. Well, I'm a puppeteer actor from Japan. And I'm, business owner. Yes. Previous. Uh, co-founder of the Bubble Tent Australia, which is a very beautiful successful. stargazing eco-friendly resort over Blue Mountain. I'm very proud of. And um, yeah, but uh, I moved to Australia when I was uh, uh, 18 years old. And uh, from Japan, from obviously. From Japan, Tokyo. Yes. And I wanted to be actor and uh, study acting here and uh, moved to New York City and uh, study uh, in theater company for five years and working in uh, New York and Chicago. And I met the Australian guy. <laughs> Over in Chicago or New <laughs> no, York? No, actually in Japan while waiting for visa. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I moved country for men. I moved back to Australia five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> all for love, isn't it? <laughs> yes, all for love. <laughs> I, I, the Aussie men, they really get you, don't they? Oh, my. They're, they are the best, I think. <laughs> That's what I thought. And he's still really good. Uh, but then, yeah, so I have... I'm having a spontaneous life and I will travel for any passionate project. But then, obviously, 2020 was a really different year. Where you had to stay back in Sydney, that's yep. right. But the best things that happened to me was meeting JJ. Oh, stop it, you. Seriously, that, that, that 2020 was bearable because we've been working with you. Yes. And uh, creating something really meaningful and exciting for a community and uh, Australian Asian. Representation. Exactly. Representation matters. And I am Japanese, full Japanese, but then I've been living overseas for how? more than 10 years of my life so yeah. I feel like very westernized personality but still respect and uh, proud of my Japanese heritage but it's a lot more complicated than say I'm Japanese so you're Asian-ish yes yeah <laughs> I think that word was perfect for me spot on yeah spot on yeah really really <laughs> I still do have a Japanese accent and I say things the L and R mis you know, mispronouncing things. <laughs> so I still did a peace sign. Look up. Well, yeah, look, I, I can't speak English properly either. And oh, I've, lived, I've been here for over 30 years. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so it's normal. <laughs> um, but that's about me. But uh, yeah. Yeah. And so 
you are like so your dream as when you were a child your dream was to become an actress was, was that it or something completely different <laughs> well I wanted to be so many different things but I I like to play piano I like to paint and I was athlete and uh, realized I can do everything in theater you know <laughs> Wonder Woman. Okay. yeah you know you can think about the set design or sound or I love the reading and um, also my mother was a uh, is puppeteer so uh, obviously I'm influenced by my family and then I just find that theater is the place I can do everything I want so be creative and yeah. be flexible so uh, since 12 that has been my dream and I still is and I'm uh, still working towards a goal to change the Asian stereotype in Australia uh, yeah it's a uh, big boom at the moment where I know I'm so excited <laughs> it definitely feel the change compared with 10 years ago I mean have you seen some like a recent commercial with the Asian guy and a, yes, like, and a white yeah, wife yes, yeah. and a buying car or something or then I get so excited it's so empowering yeah. because Asian men apparently are the least attractive Attractive. Oh, that's not true. Yeah, well, according, <laughs> well, because of media and all this you know, propaganda that they have. And the funny thing is, like, Asian women are seen as the most attractive of all the races. Isn't that funny? Oh, my God. Who asked? Like, who answered that question? Is, that, is it in Australia or in the no, world? No, I think it's just a general perception that Asian Seriously? women are, you know, perceived as the most attractive. Um, but then the Asian men are considered, like, you know, a little passive. The build is a little bit smaller, slimmer. Oh, that's so masculine. sad to you know put it mm. in a categorize like that i think oh, i need to promote more asian men they are great but you came to australia because of an australian man i know so was, I he, know was he aussie aussie or was he asian aussie no, he is a war refugee okay and then uh, whole family moved to australia when he was a uh, five years old mm. so Yes, but then he considered himself Australian. Yeah. He was a refugee from... Yes. Um, Bos Bosnia. Bosnia, okay. Yeah. Uh, but he considered himself Australian. But, uh, uh, yes, I really like the chill... No, that's true. That's not true. I really don't know why I liked him. But he was... <laughs> It was love at first sight and you just yes. can't explain it. Yes, and then I just moved to Australia. <laughs> anyway, but then, so, but we started business together and uh, both of us are artists and uh, he was amazing actor and director as well. Um, but then as uh, most of you know that, uh, you know, actor is very hard to get the job and mm. always I have a survival job. And like, and then we, both of us thought we try to do something different. Then, um, which uh, was to open up uh, ecotourism uh, <laughs> and uh, stargazing a resort. In, How did that idea come about well, for two actors? I know, <laughs> I mean, see, I always wanted to go to New Zealand, and uh, when I moved back to Australia, I thought, oh, this is so close, I want to go because there, there is a place called Lake Tekapo. Uh -huh. uh, it's considered uh, one of the most dark sky reserve in the world the where you can see uh, the stars the best i think clear yeah. night no light pollution and uh, that was my childhood dream to go to see it so my my partner and uh, i decided to do the some driving around and staying mm -hmm. in a nature and it was fantastic i can't explain it just felt like heavens opened up above us and it just was beautiful but there was no accommodation i can just stay all night outside yeah. and i went there in may freezing cold even drinking japanese whiskey and i'll try to <laughs> keep it and no no so then uh, we, we look for the structure that we can stay 
uh, and Ty and I just sit relaxing and watch the stars, like romantic things. And there is nothing exists in in New Zealand or near in uh, mm. Australia. So we look around and we found the structure in Ro Europe. And then we like, and I checked that and I wanted to try, but it was very expensive. Yeah. It's very expensive. And I uh, thought if we want to experience that, we might need to start a business. So, so then we can purchase and try. Yeah. So what we did is try to find the dark night spot around Sydney. And it's not too far, so you mm. can just go for a one night or a two night stay. So sure. I think around three hours driving is doable. It's, it's probably just enough. Yeah. yeah. Even though Australian people love driving, driving. Yeah. Aren't they? A getaway. Like, yeah. A short getaway. It's like mm. a four or five hours, but to me it's, it's too much. Yeah. And so around three hours and try to find the light pollution map and, and did the, <laughs> all the research and um, find that like over the blue mountain. We can't really say where it is because that's the part of it our business it's a secret oh okay yeah. i see so you're giving the coordinates is yeah that, oh, it, it's wow. more like a, yeah, yeah only the uh guests who booked and then before coming a week before or so get the guide to get there so it's it's just want to protect the Builds privacy up the excitement yeah. Yeah. so that's a part of our uh, business that we wanted to create something exciting experience mm. not just that get away and just the accommodation then wanted to uh, almost direct the mm direct experience like a theater show in a way so that so i see how your skill sets have uh transferred from being a host and entertainer oh my god absolutely excitement. we we are we put so much effort to create something yeah. memorable yeah. and a once in lifetime experience including set to some uh, music on mm. our arrival or creating the little gift or handwritten mm. letter or to welcome them in a very special manner we, that was the first things that we really excited to do and yeah the trend is having the experience having a memorable exactly. experience i mean you can stay in five star hotels and in expensive price everywhere but we are a small company and uh, we come from entertainment industry <laughs> all we know best is how to entertain or create a special time for individual guests so yeah that was some biggest things that we I think work really hard to make it happen um, but also you know we wanted to create the space that it's different I think space is a luxury mm, not just the expensive linen not that you know I mean <laughs> Did you have expensive actually linen? <laughs> it does I think it I think it's important the to little have a really <laughs> nice organic bamboo cotton yes of course I like it but but you know just think it's a important the space because especially after the COVID yeah and everybody want to get away and they want to get back to nature back to basic the business boomed Yes. during COVID. Thankfully, I mean, yeah. it's since the day we started, it's been full, 100% mm. every day, weekdays, weekend. And luckily we didn't need to shut the business uh, entire time. We just for a few months, but when a regional travel was banned, uh, mm. needed to uh, stop. But then, yeah, um, 
basically run uh, because I think people need to get away, mm. need a seclusion. Seclusion, yeah. And then the place to reconnect with the partner, it, it's only adult only. It's in <laughs> with a bathtub, <laughs> yeah, bathtub yes. yes. Outside bathtub, you can be naked and nobody will look at you because it's Which, so Which uh, you're part of the social media advertising. There's a picture of my you sitting in the bathtub naked. Everyone go <laughs> oh onto Instagram God. right now, bubble tent. Oh my God, that's how I introduced me. Anyway, but then it's, it's just epic, but that's the part of it. Me. I love the bath and yeah. uh, outside and like it's Japanese culture too. It's just like one of the things I really wanted to do. I feel like in Bubble Tent, I created a dream holiday that I always wanted to do. Like I like camping, but I hate bugs, <laughs> so I want to be cocooned and I don't want to get bitten. And uh, but then at the same yeah. time, I can still see the nature. Exactly, and it feels so close. And uh, if you go holiday, I don't want you to worry about neighbor and you know, next yeah. door. You're in the middle of nowhere. You feel like renting an entire mountain for yourself. So all of the tents. Oh, is it? So there's four tents. Is that correct? Right now it's three. Three. Okay. And uh, it's uh, separate from each other. Very uh, far from each other. About one kilometer, ten kilometer from each other. Well, it, how you can't get you can't get there directly okay. to the. I don't know. It's just in a mountain, mm. but probably say two kilometer. But you won't see them. Or hear them. Hear them. Okay. Far away. Wow. Yeah. That's beautiful. It is. So if you, yeah. Oh, I could go for a getaway right now. I know, <laughs> right? All this, oh, yeah, but the celebrations. <laughs> yeah, but then it's a uh, right now. I left the company, mm. and um, and uh, I left. Uh, we are separate from my partner as well. Mm. I mean, still a good friend, but then he's running the business and he's expanding. He's doing really he's well. Passionate about oh, it. He is, yeah. and then he is the right person to take the business in a larger scale and you know implement more better system. And then I'm happy that he's doing so well, and I'm proud of him. But yeah. you're, you you want to pursue your acting. Yes, your, your I couldn't. I was uh, very isolated, and uh, I really needed to mm. uh, be surrounded by people as well. Yes. So and you are a people person. I definitely. Um, <laughs> you too, JJ. <laughs> I don't think we can ever live in the countryside. No, we can't. We're gonna go crazy unless I'm with you. Then I'm okay. <laughs> Living our little crazy oh, bubble. Crazy bubble. Then that's alright. <laughs> In fact, you know, in fact, if we were living in a crazy bubble in the outback, we'd come up with so many creative ideas. Oh my god, that would be a reality TV show already. We just need to set the camera outside. Yeah. <laughs> It's already entertaining. 24 live, live, yeah. Oh somebody described you and I when we, we were, well, you were driving us somewhere and I was in the front seat and they were in the back seat. They're like, you two are like the Energizer bunnies. <laughs> this is so entertaining oh from the back seat. Oh my God, two Asian driving, you know. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But we successfully got to the place, yeah. Oh my, yeah, that's true. true. Took a full long time, but we did. did. Yeah. And so, because um, you've starred in Top Knot Detective. Yes, which that's is a SBS. That's right, SBS yeah. show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they pulled in a lot of the sort of the Japanese stars as well. Yeah. And the Australian side. I, le I believe Lin In Chin was on it. Yes. Yeah. And then that was a shot in Perth, actually. It's an amazing director mm. who are in love 
with Japanese subculture. Yeah. And it was really fun to work with them. I think I still it's one of my favorite set I was on and then this great team and stunt team were incredible so i got to learn all the ninja killing stunt and monster killing like <laughs> action scene and it's it's pure fun and um it did really well with the international film market and then mm. it just uh, not really get picked up in australia media but then i'm really proud of that one too i think again asian representation in australia is still um quite stereotyped yeah and stereotype yeah. and a little slow and then behind and yeah. then and thankfully a family law and all the the hungry ghosts and mm. incredible tv shows out there that are um making a mark yeah yes. i think so and um i feel like you need to create more asian diversity yeah, sure. Yeah, um, a lot of blind casting where, you know, you're not judging someone by the color of the skin or their stereotypes yeah. so that they can go for a lead role that's not necessarily set for somebody traditionally uh, in Australia, especially being Caucasian. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be our ideal world. I think that's always my goal as well, that it wasn't supposed to cast Asian, but then mm. it would be interesting story. So let's see that story. You know, I mean, there is an Asian doctor, Asian lawyer and Asian Asian, any professional yeah. in Australia, it's, it's impossible. It's just, I think a network is a little scared to have that. And then I think it's uh, gradually um, changing and mm. I'm excited about it. Yeah. And I really hope it's just become more familiar and then don't need to really talk about diversity. Don't need we'll to talk be, about it anymore. Yeah, it just becomes I'm a, the norm. And, and then yeah. that's the true representation of a Sydney or Australia yeah. and that'll be great. Because a lot of the Hollywood movies and even with um, is it Killing Eve, they, they oh. actually cast as Susan or who's Korean background as yeah. the main star. Yeah, so Killing Eve is casted... Mm. What was her name? It's not Susan. No, it's oh. not Susan. Okay, something or... Sandra, 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 sorry, 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 my bad, Sandra Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah Sandra Oh. Mm. And yeah, that, that's definitely, and it's such a great uh, writing by the Phoebe as a female writer. Yeah. And that's another thing, so, you know, a lot of a great female writer is out there. And uh, one of the play I did with uh, Sydney Theatre Company and then uh, Riverside Theatre yeah. last year is uh, written by a half Thai Australian writer, very young, mm. Felicia King. She's a very talented writer who are able to uh, write six different Asian w women in her show. And it, it was revolutionary. It was so fun to work with. And that become a main stage. It's an exciting time. And so the six, seven roles that she wrote for the Asian women, which you starred as one, so yep. they were not your stereotypical Asian profiles where in Australia, it's usually like, we only have Asian roles if you are if you can do martial arts, you can be a drug <laughs> yes. lord or a prostitute. Oh my god, so Daisy, you're roles. so right. <laughs> I think all Asian actor experience one prostitute. <laughs> Oh, one or two, I think. <laughs> I, I don't know why. Oh, like a drug runner or something yeah, that's like right, that. That's right. I mean, oh man. Or, I, or, I, or the immigrant who can't speak English. Exactly. Yeah, or yeah. it's just become a, yeah, I did a geisha, I did pop star, I did ninja, you know, all the yeah. stereotype boxes and kind of thing. Yeah, but so yeah, she was, she wrote uh, five, six different characters uh, Thai American, mm. Indian women who educated.
studying in England and uh, Singaporean and Korean and Japanese and they all work in the uh, office yeah. a beauty company okay. it's, it's a really interesting story and uh, it tells you know, not all Asian is same. No, <laughs> yeah. oh, uh, I knew that. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, but then it was brilliant. And that will be in Sydney Theatre Company opening in July. So Next year. Yes. So you'll be starring there. Yes, oh, I'll, amazing. I will be. Uh, I will be the front row. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a fantastic play and I'm so honoured to be a part of it. But uh, No, it's yeah. great. Yeah, it's great that you, they're casting, the, you know, people of of diversity and, and of they try to they yeah. cast the authentic mm. like it's a put some effort to find the actor who's a, who actually feel the role instead exactly. of instead of like a Chinese person playing a Japanese or, exactly yeah. memoir of a geisha I'm still get heartbroken oh, by oh, it I'm a bit heartbroken too because <laughs> I'm like uh, it's meant to be Japanese why are there all these Chinese I mean, superstars so you know? but you know yeah <laughs> so it's an exciting time I think yeah uh, but you know Choi Yong Fat like, I'm not gonna argue against him I think yeah he can be whatever he wants to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something oh, about yeah. his appeal, Choi on fat. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. God. And so we have been working on a project which yes. we can't talk about, yes. and it's also we're doing the same thing, but both ways. Yes, because I mean I have to ask you a question. Oh, oh dear. Oh all my right. god, because it's about time. Putting me on it's, spot. A, it's a new year, and uh, you know all of your guests being tortured by you know joking, <laughs> but but, uh, but it's uh, my time to grill. JJ, sound. <laughs> sound. Okay, 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 I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. <laughs> All right. What, what are you gonna? You, you did not give me any questions in pro. Well, in well, actually, that's true. Yeah, and I, I didn't put it together. <laughs> I had a bit of so many things I want to ask. So, oh god, how? Where are you from? <laughs> From Canberra. No, I, 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 was, I was. I've got Chinese heritage, so I was born in China, but I grew up in Australia, regional country town slash bush capital, Canberra. Oh my god! <laughs> so, do you speak uh, English or Chinese when you're growing up? I spoke Australian. Australian? Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, I spoke Chinese when I was at home. Yes. But um, you, you, in your home, you always speak. Chinese? Chinese, yes, because my mother being an immigrant when she came over in her sort of mid-30s, obviously the English was a bit of a challenge for her, so I still was able to communicate with her at and, that level. And most importantly, is she a tiger mom? Oh, of course! <laughs> <laughs> She's probably like the most extreme tiger mom. that <laughs> made you such a high achiever? Uh, and you as well. <laughs> Your father's a tiger dad. Kind of, <laughs> but it's a different sort. <laughs> yeah, she's made me into uh, a high achiever, but I think um, even if I stayed in China, it would have been exactly the same. Oh, um, right. And also I think, yeah, because being an immigrant, I guess she wanted the best, and so she pushed me and pushed me. But I had balance, so when I was at school with my Australian friends, Australia. <laughs> You know, actually, most of them were country bumpkins. So I used to spend uh, every Friday on my friend's farm, and we would like play in the sawdust, jump from a horse to ho okay, we didn't jump from horse to horse, from oh roof my. to roof. And then we used to like play with the ponies. Too 
Yeah, so I had a, like incredible. a really nice double life. It was yeah. Nice. Then, do you have a many Asian friend when you're growing up? No, I didn't have many Asian friends. Um, it was only until probably high school that there were a few um, Asian friends. But majority of my friends were from Irish background, um, English background, uh, New Zealander, Maori. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and uh, yeah, just mostly from yeah Australian background, like Caucasian. So yeah. the JJ grew up in Canberra and jumping on the horses. <laughs> so when do you decided to move to Sydney? Only like a year or two ago. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So I know a little bit about your business back in Canberra. <laughs> but, <Kill me. laughs> but tell me, tell me, do you think your experience running business is helping you right now? I think it definitely did. So like you, we did a hospitality business mm. and I think, I think a lot of people don't appreciate it. And especially I, th I think now they do after seeing yes. COVID, like how much work is involved running a business, cooking, making sure the management of staff is right, making sure right. that Absolutely. the operational side. And I, I know you got exhausted and I got exhausted because we were just spread too thin. Mm. Um, but that definitely showed me everything that you need to do uh, to run a business. And also I learned to delegate. <laughs> yes smart Which that's really very fun. hard though mm. yeah and then when you're uh, new you want to do everything by yourself you want to make sure and because everything... you were so isolated with yes. your bubble tent you had to do everything i remember exactly. you telling the yeah that's right it was very hard to uh, find the right people for yeah. business and anyway, i just needed to borrow anybody if you're walking around yeah. you can breathe then please come help me <laughs> it seriously was like that but uh so do you think so it's now you're moving on to the podcast it's very successful and i'm so excited that when i first time met you i didn't even it's know a, that it's it, a fun passion project no no that's what you said but it's actually a very important project and and i really loved it and um now you are you know embarking a new journey towards a tv pivoted yeah in 2020 oh, <laughs> i was just like expanding and then you are uh, managed to uh create a big group of people supporting you and I have amazing interns and they're An amazing already... co-producer called Mayu. <laughs> My God, I'm just <laughs> loving your vision. And then so how you feel that because you're jumping into something I don't even know yeah, about. Yeah, you know, TV industry, entertainment, it wasn't your, I guess, plan. No, or, or uh, expertise. No, I, I tend to do things that uh, makes me feel uncomfortable because I have uh, a very short attention span as well. So I need to... I don't <laughs> believe it. Oh, she's been too modest, I think. <laughs> no, I just... It's always something... Actually, it's something that I've always wanted to do. About 10 years ago, like my friend and I, we were like, we should become TV stars because we're kind of funny. She's very funny. Sometimes I'm funny, <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, well, finally, I, I want to live this dream. I want to give it a go because there's nothing worse than regret. Oh, yes. Yeah. Life is too short. Exactly. Life is way too short. And I thought, well, I came to Sydney, a fresh start. I can do whatever I want. And you know what? I'm going to start with the podcast and see where it goes. And it's been amazing. This journey has taken me to this TV pilot that we're making. Mm. Meeting you has actually really propelled it forward to like something that's incredible. Like I'm, I'm going to say this, but I start off as a shitty little podcast. Okay. 
I won't say that. It was already a, your personality was shining. <laughs> That's all about your personality. But just meeting you along to. the way, seriously. That I don't know. It's a god gift, essentially, to take it all these some of the ideas from the podcast and then make it into something bigger. And with your expertise from the TV film industry and then pulling all your contacts and knowledge, I think us to bring the things together, it would never have worked. I don't think with anyone else. Oh, JJ. Oh my God. You you thought it was kawaii Japanese stuff on me right now. (laughs) I'm just so embarrassed. No, no, no. But the the seriousness, all seriousness, I think I really think it's good that we are not from the industry. Always find a different way of approaching things. We don't need to follow the traditional way of producing things. And then because uh, if we don't have a budget, we will get creative and we can always go back to our business experience Mm. and then to promote or talk to the right people or find the right people and then I think all experience is not waste. Definitely uh, not wasted. Yeah. But you know, because we're in an industry now where uh, I'm a little bit, um, you know, it's a little bit deep for me because I've never been this, but it's good to meet people, see, uh, see their perspective and also just giving it a go. I think that's the way. So if yeah. you really want to do something, just give it a go. I yeah. like that. It's a perfect for the New Year's yeah. Yeah, podcast. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> don't, don't. Just if you have some something you want to try, you got to do it, just I guess. Do it. And yeah. then along the way, you'll find the right people to help your vision. Mm. And that will be yeah, we are Supporters exciting. will come on board, that's for sure. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, I mean, the, from the beginning, your podcast was a clear and your vision was super clear mm. that what are you trying to do? And uh, it resonated with me, not just uh, just celebrating the uh, mixed race. It's not like, a, you know, representation is only one culture. So, yeah. Then it's just so... Balanced. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I totally believe that, like, how you... Uh, create a conversation about the humorous way, lighthearted and a more, yeah, it's easy to access to the different culture. Mm. It's a, uh, I think a long term we're going to make a more, yeah, dis- educational, yeah, educational and then, yeah, less discrimination. Absolutely. That'll be the way, I think. And just to, yeah, it's for the mainstream. And I think that's where I've grown up all my life. So that's all I know. And (laughs) and 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 it makes me really sad sometimes when I meet a lot of Asian Australians and as well as Caucasian Australians where they don't understand the other side. And and the thing is, like, it's really nice because they have been my practicing ground where I've actually explained things through a humorous way or gave some examples. And then they actually got it. And Mm. I think that's the biggest driver because... I yeah, it's possible to actually have that nice balance where and reach wider absolutely. audience. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. without creating a drama or make it conflict. That's yeah. a conflict. And yeah, and you don't have to be polarized. Like you can bring the two together. This, yeah, yeah, that's so true. Harmony, harmony. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so Japanese. No conflict, no, no drama. But I think it's still okay to express the opinion without uh, you know uh, fighting each other. <laughs> I know, I know. Over a glass of beer is always fine too. Yeah, or that's bubble fine. Tea. Yeah, bubble tea. Yeah, yeah. Speaking Which is of, what we're drinking right now. <laughs> what about you, Mayu? What oh. are your New Year resolutions, or what do you want to achieve this year, or in the near future? My New Year's resolution. Well, I really actually never make one, but then I feel really excited about 2021. Mm. So do I. I get a really good feeling about this. Year. Yeah, it is, and then I feel. Uh, this 2020 
is the year I could actually reconnect with the things that I used to love and then um, start working towards creating an own production or the story I want to push it out. Then uh, I think 2021 is the time I just uh, keep working towards the goal to uh, yeah do something that I really wanted to do. That you're passionate about? Yeah, I think Including so. Including the puppet? <laughs> yeah, yes. Well, that's, I can't tell you a lot of things. Okay, but okay, then, okay. but then, yeah. But then, yeah, definitely Captain Bagrat is one of the uh, projects that my heart is in. And also, yes, um, in other things, I just want to do more snorkeling. <laughs> oh, man, I, I was so scared of snorkeling. I moved to Australia when I was 18. And I wanted to do the snorkeling, and I've never done it. And I just did. I mean, seriously, the, for the first time, after 10 years, I did it. And I loved it. I'm obsessed. And I bought this one of a stupid-looking full, full, full mask, yeah. and I love it. So I think there's a lot more things that I, I'm afraid of. I haven't tried, but I think I'm going to like it. So I think I want to challenge a lot of different I, things. I can see a new TV series coming up. Snorkeling with Mayu. <laughs> And then like skydiving with Mayu or something like that. And I'm just crying every Extreme time. Extreme ironing with Mayu. <laughs> Steam cleaning car or whatever. I don't know. But I just want to do new things. Um, I don't want to ever get bored. Absolutely. Always willing to try and challenge yourself. And yeah. yeah. And then do amazing things that other people haven't done. Or <laughs> Let's do it. Two says 21. We're here. Like anything can happen. Anything could be better than 2020. Yes. yes. Yes, clean slate, clean slate. Clean slate. Yeah. And so for all the aspiring um, Asian Australians out there, or even just um, actors and actresses mm -hmm. who are considering of any race of diversity, what kind of advice would you give them to when, when they're entering the industry? Like, you know, expecting to do a lot of um, extra work or right. it, it's, unpaid it's, work. I or... think you can do whatever your heart feels, but then... I think all my 10 years, I tried to fit what they're looking for. Mm. I had a long black hair, used mm. to, and uh, straight my hair and tried to wear pale, like a soft color clothes. So that's mm. what they're looking for as a Japanese uh, stereotype. Yeah, a little yeah. submissive woman, yeah. it's a gentle soul or something like that. But that's so not me. So a few years ago, I had a moment of like, oh, I don't care about that. And I, I'm really sick of trying to mm. be someone that I'm. I wasn't. Yeah. But it was desperate. I wanted to be in be casted in it, anything. Mm. So but then I cut my hair and uh, I just felt it's just the hair, but then I felt like free, free and then yeah. just need to be a little bit more truthful and and understand that that's that's unique about you. Mm. So I guess I know the industry still look for some stereotypical roles or character. And if that's what you want to do, that's great. But then if part of you feel like that's not right or yeah. not represent yeah. you, then I think you just need to be who you are. And, and it confident. seems like that there is space because you have found this role of Sydney Theatre company, company. And then it's, it's just, yeah. I think after that it changes a little bit for me too. And then I think industry would appreciate that uniqueness. So, yeah, that will be my advice, I think. <laughs> for 2021 and to any aspiring <laughs> yeah. Just just not going. <laughs> and do you also think maybe, because with a lot of creatives, they, they sometimes live in the clouds, because that's what I get told by a lot of creatives. And they say, oh. look, I wish I had some business skills. Would you also recommend some sort of... Um, I agree. Yeah. I think uh, what I learned in 
Atlantic Theatre Conservatory in New York City. Uh, one of the best things I learned was be practical and mm. have a business mind. Meaning, once you're out there as a working actor, you have to be really practical about uh, earning some mm. money so you can pursue the dream. Yes. So have a flexible job, have a life so you get to experience and meet a lot of interesting people. Mm. So I think it's important that you need to be independent and um, manage your talent, manage your uh, goal, mm. even though you have an agent and then uh, people who support you, that's great, but still you are the agent of yourself. So um, I think that's important to know where you want to go, what do you want to do, and then yeah, manage your skill. Yeah, yeah invest in you, I think. Yeah, that journey of you know, finding yourself as mm. well and, and, tr and knowing what's best for you as opposed to doing yeah. something. And usually they can see it when they're casting, like, oh, this is not really working. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it, uh, I really feel like I wish I knew earlier that uh, I just don't get desperate. I think having life is the best mm. way to be a better actor, I feel like. I just need to meet a lot of people not only from the same industry yeah. and actor friends than I think you need it to explore life, travel more. I wish, I hope we can more in 2020. One. One. <laughs> 21. I think, I think the borders should open, hopefully, in international yeah. borders. It would be so nice to travel again. Because yeah. you learn so much when you're traveling. Yeah, that's so and true. And you eat so much as well. I think so, yeah. 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 Yeah, so talking about food, I think we should run because we, we've got uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. eating I mean, and oh drinking God, to do. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, Look, we got yeah. So, so for all you uh, aspiring actresses out there, you know, if you want to contact Mayu, she is available <laughs> on <laughs> LinkedIn. Uh, yeah. Yes, or M-A-Y-U.I-W-A-S-A-K-I. Yeah, is that my name? <laughs> is that my name? Was it? Oh my god, my just my website. <laughs> yeah, and you're a great mentor, especially yeah. with the business experience as well, making it realistic. I would love to make a more friendly, good community for Australian Asian artists and actors in any way. The perfect Asian Australian representation. Oh Thank you so god. much, Mayu. <laughs> I love you, JJ. Let's grab a beer. beer. <laughs> So in Japanese, it's beer. Beer, otsukaresama deshita. Mata ne. And I'll say, omenchuhu pijo wa. Let's go and drink some beer. Oh, perfect. Kanpai. Kanpai. Bag right out. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For the latest updates and kooky posts, follow us at Captain Bagrat on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you love it as much as Captain Bagrat and we do, please support us with likes and shares. If you're really digging Captain Bagrat, it does cost us a bit to produce and we really appreciate donations and in-kind contributions via Patreon or however you like. I mean, we will never say no to be a sponsorship. Your support will bring us one step closer to having our own TV show one day and to live broadcast it from the heart of downtown Chinatown. Solid.